Welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays by the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on supply trends, category updates, brand awareness, and what's hot in the market. Join us each week from San Francisco Bay, California, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Dan, the Produce Man. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays on this lovely, lovely last Friday of 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. Dan, the Produce Man, here with you. Folks, today's Fresh from the Field Fridays is brought to you by the Produce Industry Podcast and sponsored by Buck Naked Onions. Equifruit, the only banana you should buy. Sunrays, snack with impact. Yes, folks, like I said, it's a beautiful day here in the San Francisco Bay. Some of the things that are happening right now in the world of fresh produce. Why is our asparagus so high in price right now? Oh my goodness, I tell you. Well, several factors are in play here. It has to do with El Nino. And the extreme weather that is just really wreaking havoc. Cold and rain in Mexico and in the southern U.S. As well as Peruvian weather as well. So asparagus really jumped up to, I'm reading here, a 10-year high this week. So, man, and demand does exceed supply. That's what happens when the weather is goofy in the growing regions. We hope to have this over with by the end of the month, but you know, February can be pretty stormy too. Also, we're kind of in between on a strawberry thing. They're up a little bit. There's some cool rainy weather here. We've had some actually warmer rainy weather here in California, and Florida's had some cool and rainy weather, and so is Mexico. So that hurts strawberries. You can't rain on strawberries because it just doesn't work real well. But It seems like things are going to get better, but right now, just watch your prices. They're up in price. Tomatoes, that's another one. Boy, oh boy. And this one, I think we told you about a few weeks ago. It started with Romas and now cherries and round tomatoes as well. All through the month of January until more availability increases in Mexico. Onions. You've seen Shea Meyer's videos on LinkedIn, and if you haven't, I would uh, you know, I advise you to take a look. He's the onion man, and we've had problems with onions. There's a lot of export demand, and that drives the prices up as well, especially white onions and red bell peppers, and that dries up gold bell peppers, and then, of course, there's orange bell peppers. Greens seem to be doing good. So there's a little bit of uh, shake up there in the produce world, but hey, Right now, we're doing pretty good on our citrus supplies. Our navel oranges are reaching peak sizes. They're doing really well. But we are going to have some problem on smaller sizes. And I read it was last week or the week before that all those rains that we had last year took all the salts and minerals out of the earth in the growing regions here in California. And the oranges started growing a lot faster, meaning bigger oranges, a lot less smaller oranges. So lettuces are doing really well. Celery, green onions, Brussels sprouts, everything else is fine. So folks, I went shopping this week and I found some really cool apples and varieties that I haven't seen in a long time. All right, we're going to start with the Enterprise apple. There's a lot of varieties in the Enterprise apple, including the Macintosh, Gold Delicious, and Rome Beauty. So the Mac and the Rome is where it would get this beautiful deep red color from. They were developed in Indiana, 
back in 78, and it's a slightly later Apple. So they're in the stores right now if you can find them. Again, I shop at a, a massive specialty produce couple of them in Berkeley, California. We used to get Enterprise apples in the supermarkets back in the 80s, but I don't know if they get them now. Now, when you bite into this apple, it's very, very crisp, and it has deep white flesh like your Macintosh and your Rome's, but you can taste the gold delicious right when you bite into it, but as you chew it, other flavors come into your mouth. You get that cidery flavor of the Rome beauty. Absolutely delicious. If you can find Enterprise apples, get them. Another apple from the early 60s, developed overseas, Switzerland. It's a Rubinet is the variety, and it's part Cox Orange Pippin or Orange Cox Pippin. We used to call it the same thing. And also a Gold Delicious. Gold Delicious was used quite a bit in crossbreeding apples. This is an organic Rubinet grown up north in the Mount Hood area. Now the one I tasted was kind of soft and a little bland in flavor, but I'm sure when they're fresh picked that they're fairly good. But no, actually this just didn't have any flavor. So we're just going to move on to the Swiss Gourmet. Now we told you about the Ida Red a few weeks ago and the origins of the Ida Red and that that and that's still in some of the specialty stores too. They took an Ida Red, the Swiss did this back in the 80s, and they crossed it with a Golden Delicious and came up with Swiss Gourmet. Very sweet with an undertone of tartness, but not over, overall very exciting. And my final apple, and I really wanted to like this one a lot, Biodynamically Grown in Mount Hood, Oregon. Splendor. And you know what? This apple could become love. It's Pretty tasty and pretty crispy. Has a nice sweetness to it. It's supposedly, because nobody knows the exact origin, but it's supposedly a cross between a Red Doherty, which I have never had in my life, and a Golden Delicious. But no one knows for sure. It's actually pretty darn good. Out of all these apples, of course, the Enterprise is my favorite, I would say. But this Splendor is, comes in second place. The other two, not that great. So anyway, these are some of the apples in the specialty stores right now. I always like to try out different varieties, old varieties, new varieties, strange varieties, varieties I've never heard of before, varieties that I've read about in apple books that I've read over the years, but never got a chance to try, or maybe they're from another part of the United States or wherever they're from. So this has been a really good treat. And if you can find Enterprise apples in the store, I highly recommend them. And the Splendor apple. And why I said this may be a splendored thing, or it may be a love apple, because... <laughs> no, love apples are tomatoes. But this apple is love because, come on, folks, love is a many splendored thing, and so is this apple. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break, hear from our sponsors, and be right back. morning, I always pour a cup of coffee and grab a banana. Before Equifruit, I never thought twice about how my banana was farmed. And now that I'm a banana badass, I care about fair trade, which ensures fair pay, gender equity, and safe working conditions. This is why Equifruit is the only banana you should buy. Everyone, we have an APP out on a buck naked onion. This onion is produced by Owyhee Produce, so we have to be on the lookout. Whether you're a retailer, food service distributor, or a wholesaler, this onion is whole, it's hearted, and it's buck naked, everyone. To all you civilians out there, please, let's catch this buck naked onion. 
I love grapes. Whoa, what's this? Dude, that's a snack with impact. Wait, what? You know, Sunrays. They are the snack with impact. All their grapes and mandarins are certified, sustainably grown, so you know the planet and people are being taken care of. And they make a donation to save the children with every package pack so kids can thrive around the world. No way. So every time I have Sunray's grape or mandarin, I'm making the world a better place? <laughs> Duh. That's why they call it the snack with impact. Folks, welcome back to Fresh from the Field Fridays. Dan, the produce man here with you. It's a lovely, lovely day. This is a short program this week. Happy New Year, everybody. Next week, we're going to talk about the most popular bean in the United States. Can you hear this? Let's see. That's the sound of me peeling a decopon, a sumo brand Decopon. Sumo citrus is in season, folks. It's big, beautiful tangerines. Absolutely delicious. A few years ago, Patrick Kelly and I were running around Visalia area of California and Woodlake area. We were down there visiting Michael Chavez from Golden Star Citrus, and we were driving around some of the different groves, taking a look, and we came upon this Decapon Grove, and we pulled over and started taking some pictures. From across the street, this guy comes running out, you know, big old beard, kind of mountain man type guy, but definitely no mountains in that immediate area. It's in the valley. And, you know, hey, what are you guys doing? This and that. He wanted to know what we were doing there and we were just taking pictures we weren't taking any of the fruit and we got to talking to him for a little while and he said yeah I, I look out for these different groves here just make sure everything's copacetic nobody's in there stealing citrus it was kind of interesting but he mellowed out and talked to us for a while anyway uh, the deck upon citrus I'm not going to get into it and tell you what it is because we've done that before in this program but they're in season there's the sumo variety and then there's the ones that don't make the sumo that do not have the bump at the stem end. Those do not make it to the sumo pack. They have to be perfectly shaped to be a sumo, but they're all decapons. So those other ones end up at the farmer's markets at local produce stands and they're just as good and they're about half the price. So be sure to look out for those too. I picked up a Palmer mango. Now the Palmer mango is pointed on both ends, both on the stem end and the blossom end. And if you hold it straight up and look at it dead on, it looks like the Dole logo from 35 Five years ago. <laughs> That's the shape of the mango. They're from Brazil, and this was so sweet and so tasty and so tropical flavored. I'm going to go back and get more. A little pricey, $3.49 for a Palmer mango, but that's in the stores, in the specialty stores, if you can find them right now. I told you in the last segment as we opened up that asparagus is just through the roof right now because of the different weather issues. There was asparagus at one of these specialty stores for $9.98 a pound. But then there was asparagus tips for $4.49 a pound, which is 
pretty typical for this time of the year. And the tips are always shorter. You never get consistent thickness. You'll get different standard size and a jumbo size and a whole bit mixed in. But they're actually very, very good. Good to get. It's a lot shorter, usually 100% yield. I used to sell a lot of these, and these were in my store. These are out of Mexico. I never got them out of Mexico. I never even knew they grew them in Mexico. They were grown in Stockton and in Salinas. And they used to pack them in what was called a Los Angeles lug. Loose. Packed very well. Nicely loose in, in the Los Angeles lugs. And the Los Angeles lug was half paper, half wood. They used to pack California table grapes in the Los Angeles lugs. But then after the people would pick them up and you'd go around to the stores and get them. They'd already been used for grapes. Then they would pack this asparagus in them and ship it out. I sold a lot of that at my store. They don't do that anymore. It's very hard to get. There's a very small amount of that left these days. But anyway, just thought I'd share that with you. Zutano avocados is a fully green skin avocado. You can actually eat the peel if you want. Less oily in texture. Now, this isn't something you find in the grocery stores, but you used to be able to find it in the grocery stores. See, years ago, when you weren't, we weren't getting Haas avocados in the grocery stores, when we weren't importing them from Chile, from Mexico, from Peru, you had to wait till California started, which is usually like late January through September. And then you would get these different green skin varieties throughout the winter season. Pinkerton, Fiorte, and Zutano, and, and other varieties as well. I remember the little finger avocados too. They were popular for a little bit of time back in the 80s. But Zutano avocados, absolutely delicious, has a very nutty flavor, kind of has a little citrus note to it as well. And it's a lot creamier than your Haas avocado, though a lot less oil. And they're available probably for another couple of months. These avocados were developed in Southern California back in 1925, 26. And growers would notice that when, uh, not 1926, but later, would notice that any Hass avocado tree planted near a Zutano avocado tree would grow significantly larger fruit than those that were planted further away. So to get bigger avocados, a lot of them would grow Zutanos near the near the Hass avocados. I don't know if they do that anymore, but the Zutano is very good. It can handle the cold and it's just a very good avocado. So try and find it at the farmer's market. If you're here in California, you definitely should find them at farmer's markets and also produce stores. All right, folks, that's some of the picks ending out 2023. We hope you have a safe, healthy, happy new year. And don't listen to the folks that say don't make new year's resolutions because you can't stick to them. If you stick to what's in your mind, that's what you stick to. And go ahead, make that resolution. Go ahead, get rid of all the uh, leftover holiday food, consume it, get rid of it, and start out with a nice, healthy, happy 2024. You can do it, and I'm going to join you with it as well. So, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Be sure to check out the Produce Industry Podcast every Monday with Patrick Kelly as well as the Produce Industry Show on YouTube. And don't forget to check out the Produce Industry app. It's a great resource. Download that now on your phone, on your watch on your tablet and we have some special series out there too the history of produce series with john papp the global fresh series with juanita gallio and be sure to check out my youtube and rumble channels called dan the produce man and all my social media can be found at DanTheProduceMan.com. and speaking of asparagus i was told from a seasoned produce professional that in the vegetable realm that only asparagus and rhubarb can reproduce on their own for several several growing seasons all other vegetables have to be planted every year 
Just a little tidbit there. All right, folks, until next week, this is Dan the Produce Man reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh. You've been listening to Fresh from the Field Fridays with Dan the Produce Man. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast and at Dan the Produce Man. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.